Hello, hello everybody and welcome, let me move to the side, to the ninth episode of the HSBG podcast. We made it, I'm also on time. I'm here, your host, Educate Collins, I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. How are you doing today? Hey guys, I'm doing great. I'm having a lot of fun with the patch. How about you, Collins? I'm also having a lot of fun with the patch. It's always nice to see some stuff. And, and the... You know the crowbars are playable, you know, and they're you know they're interesting in mechanics and playable stuff, so. is my way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're definitely playable. playable. So uh, it's nice, right? I remember some patches where they'd introduce stuff and people would just go back to the old stuff like immediately because it's like ah, you know, that's cool and all, but I keep destroying people with dragons or or uh, <laughs> you know murlocs or whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, it's nice to see a lot of people, you know, diving in into the new, uh, the new cards and really uh, doing what they can, I guess, with it. So uh, it's going to be an interesting one. The patch came out uh, about two days ago, so everything's pretty fresh. Everything's pretty new. A lot of people have ideas and theories on how to play the patch correctly and and what are the things to look out for. So there's, we we both have each of our own thoughts our own discussions on what's good so it's going to be pretty uh pretty informative and pretty interesting maybe we have some differences in our approach to the meta but we'll just have to see right um first things first we've got our battlegrounds overview corporate patches here so uh just overview you know i've just been playing uh pretty much uh battlegrounds nonstop since it came out Maybe not non-sub, but pretty much pretty pretty often. I've had a lot of fun, a lot of interesting uh, things. One thing to notice is that pe- people are playing Quobors, you know. I Every game, maybe mm-hmm. like five or six, you know, seven people are playing Quobors. So, you know, people are, you know, willing to invest and see if it is... Uh, something they want to play long term this happened in elementals too when elementals came out there was basically half the lobby with elementals every game so i'm not too surprised to see that happening with cobors but you know the one difference is like people are playing cobors and then they're also like winning with cobors right that didn't necessarily happen with elementals where there were some games where elementals would win but you could you could easily see a lot of the other classes beating them down as well but a lot of times the top three two are quote boards and then there's like one ex- person doing something uh old old school you know so uh i w- i have noticed a lot of people playing quote boards and it, it seems to be effective what do you think Shady? yeah so for now it's all i play because the rest just it's it's very hard to compare you, you uh, know i, I remember I, last week you're like you know i think i'm gonna do the old stuff you know i <laughs> you remember you i was like that. i'm gonna poison scam people right <laughs> yeah, yeah so i've had a good taunt comp game but with squillboard splashed in on george uh, we could talk about that later and then obviously like poison scam still works because a lot of the time quillboards are just huge stats but it's uh it's really dominant and I think it was when I had it was this, it was on the very first day I died when I had Eliza two hoggers brand I had just played a strong arm a hogger was like a 30 30 Eliza was on the board I was getting pirate triggers and I took 18 or 19 or so from a quill board board I was like all right that's it that's a wrap I'm just playing piggies 
That was when we were like, all right, if I'm if I'm dying with this board, this shit is unplayable. Uh, and obviously, you know, it can be a like a little bit of a like bad luck situation, but it's been working out great for me. I've been pretty much just playing Quillboard, just hard forcing. I think the entire day today, I've played one juggler game where I just had to play juggler because I couldn't play anything else. I got second there because everyone else was murdering each other and then the lobby leader and I were left. I was on uh, Secret Guys, so Icebook helped me a lot there. But yeah, it's been uh, super noticeable, Quillboard, to say the uh, least. Uh, I've been getting a lot of comments like, Hey, Collins, wow, you're not playing Quillboard. Wow, you seem like the only person I'm watching this. That's <laughs> not playing Quillboard. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not playing Quillboard, right? It's just like I'm not playing Quillboard every game, right? But whenever they give me Quillboard, you know, I take them. But I, I do think there are other ways to win in this meta besides Quillboard. I just think Quillboard are the easiest and they're the most, like, common uh, just because they're in every game, right? So even if you, you like, like, let's say dragons, right? You're not going to get dragons every game, right? So even if you want to do force a different composition, uh, due to the nature of it, Quillboards will be there every time. So they're reliable where the comp you might be, you might think has a bigger advantage or easier to do might not be every game. So um, that's why, you know, you're always going to be seeing Quillboard players. It's the flavor of the, the two days we've played. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, it, it is effective, so. Uh, but there are other ways. I'm just going to throw that out there. Don't just come out of this saying, ah, Cobra is the only thing we can do. But it is the common uh, strategy at, at this time. You know, maybe next week something else will appear. But for now, that is uh, what is available. Uh, next topic, we did have the Mooncore tournament. This was before the patch, right? I know a lot of people... Um, are focused on the patch because it's a new thing, right? But we did have the tournament, and um, I was invited. However, if you look at the results, I'm not in the uh, the final standings. Uh, unfortunately, I had a couple of uh, rough games. Uh, this this um, th the ruling in this was very rewarding for people that got first place, right? And I wasn't able to. Uh, snag or first place. I also lost a couple of 50-50s, but I think that's excuses that every player will say, oh, I lost this 50-50. I got lucky here. I don't think that's a good excuse. So I just um, didn't play well enough. I had a couple opportunities to um, get a good board, but I wasn't able to uh, finalize it. So didn't make it. However, Shetty did make it to the final. So he, he, you know, he performed better than me in this tournament. Glad to see it always. Happy to you know support my boy, but how do you how do you feel about it? Yeah, it was it was fun, and and the ruling did make for a interesting play style because uh yeah, so the first place was eleven points, second yeah. place was eight, and yeah. after that was a two point drop into yeah. a one point drop, so yeah. it went from eleven to eight to six to five, four, three. It, so first and seconds were were super big. Yeah, my uh, my tournament experience was was fun. Uh, I, I got. Pretty unlucky in the finals, I will say. I'm usually really self-critical, right? So I say, like, no, nah, man, I, I think I played well and there was some interest. In, like, I had to play a Rat King, for instance, right? So when I look at the pack, I'm like, huh, Rat King, eh, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're playing Rat King. I got third that game. But yeah, um, the final, the, the semis <clears throat> started out pretty rough for me. I got a seventh with Rafam because I took uh 19 damage from a blacksmith on 
eight gold, I think. On eight gold, I took 19 damage from Blacksmith. Uh, was very annoying. And then I, I got like almost an exact lethal afterwards when I had... I was just ready to pop off. I think I just pulled um, just pulled Eliazar, just pulled... Uh, I was ready to go, and then I just died. Uh, yeah, I think I had the two hoggers ready as well. Yeah, I had two hoggers, pretty much. So I was ready to pop off, and then I just died almost to exact damage. So yeah. due to that blacksmith damage. And then we got a second with Zephy, which uh, was a no Murloc game. So we just made a big gold grubber, and that's always nice in the no Murloc game. The top two players was myself and then um, Millhouse, who had just big Wrath Weavers. So those just good stats. Then the third game was a Syndra Goso, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Where we just played Taunt Comp, and we had just two Golden Harbingers at the end, just massive, massive stat gains with Deflectos. Uh, just resetting and all that. So, uh, and then yeah, the finals. The finals were fun, but we just couldn't couldn't get a great score. I mean, we came in sixth. It's not bottom, of course, but couldn't go for the the top scores. Yeah, I, I pretty much top four in all three games I played. Uh, the second game I tied, but since there's no tying in, the, there was no tying results. Like you just yeah. go over your placements, even though. Three people die at the same time. I got the lowest of the points, uh, even though it, oh, it would have yeah. been uh, just because you had a lot. Yeah, of and I, I I missed health. out by like one or two points or something. So the, all three games I lost a fifty fifty. That would have changed my placement if I won any of those <laughs> of those fifty fifties. I would have made true. it, but uh, I didn't. So hey, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, three rounds is rough, right? Yeah, sometimes so. this happens. But. Uh, Hopefully there'll be more tournaments. There'll be more things to to play, and new metas as well, right? This was the last tournament of this particular meta since the Cold Wars came in. But I I want to you know I think it was a fun tournament. I had a lot of fun, uh, even though it was short for me. And uh, I do like that there are tournaments like this uh, available, right? There isn't like too many um, BG tournaments that are like you know popping up. So any any consistent one moon tournament is like the one real one that I see that's pretty consistent. So uh, it's nice to see, and I had fun participating, so cool. Um, next topic we shall talk about is just a general patch update. This might be the longest topic uh, or one of the longer ones, just kind of uh, how we feel from the two days of play, what what strategies we've thought about, what things we've uh, we think are cool, we think are unique just a, a general overview of, of how we feel about this patch um for me i i um so you know let's let's not beat around the bush you know cowboys are pretty good <laughs> you know they're they're playable uh so it's not it's not a oh you know only pick this up when you get the perfect setup no, you can kind of just pick up the core pieces whenever you see them and then transition. And then sometimes you don't have any core pieces, but you get like the six drop crowbar and you're like, okay, I can do something with this. Like, I don't need uh, other pieces. This is my one piece and I can like find the, the, um, the beast crowbar. And then, oh yeah, that's plus 12, plus 14, plus 14 a turn. I don't have to do anything. I can just work on my other minions and it's good to go. Um, so there, there's, there's a lot of like power, and they do have a decent amount of divine shields, right? I, I think that's um, a concern we had earlier. 
where it's like, oh, there's not that many. There's only two crowbars with divine shield value. That's not going to be good enough. But so you don't really need them. You know, you get a bonker. You get a... You you get some some blood blood gem value. You get that dynamic duo setup. There's so much there's so much stats you get so quickly that the opponents don't have time to set up their 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 clean comp. You're you're already stronger than them for for the whole game. And unless they get really lucky, they find the perfect setup. They find the perfect, um, you know, cleaver or whatever. You you're still gonna beat them, and then another thing is like the blood gems are easily transferable. So you just stack one thing, and then you find a cleave, you find a four reaper, you just put on the four reaper, you just got a 30, 34 reaper out of nowhere. I had a game where my opponent had three cleaves and crowbars, and I was like, huh? And he was Vol'jin, and you know, <laughs> and I was like, huh? I wonder how he made that. I'm sure he didn't buff it from you know a two two hydra. No. He just he just had a like a thirty something quillborn and then swapped it and then gave him the the blood gems afterwards and then bam two three cleaves in a turn and I was just like yeah well that's unfortunate I guess I lose you know so um, even even if you're just stacking things with quillborns you can just transfer them to a, a divine shield minion later on so there's not really that big of a drawback um, of just like going for quillborns and then just using that value to transfer into a late game composition afterwards and sometimes you don't even need that just like the stats itself are good enough so just a powerful arc uh a powerful minion type and uh strong early strong late like it's just good so <laughs> feels feels pretty strong feels like uh they're probably gonna adjust it a little bit but I, I don't think that's like too surprising i'm just i was just surprised how effective it ended up being right like i thought oh Char charles or, or charga right i thought like ah, oh, it's seven seven a turn like it's that good that's a little slow in my mind yeah. like oh yeah but uh, you play with it and then you get like golden ones and you're like whatever <laughs> like I just, you just win games it just feels like hyper light fang sometimes where i have a, a a chaga and then the beast one and then another chaga right it's like how much stats is that like it's four plus four, four, four build, on everything build a life thing your entire board yeah but it's yeah. not a four four that's the thing right light fang's a four four it doesn't yeah. buff itself this yeah. one buffs itself yeah so it's just uh it's good that's my. <laughs> I have more to talk about, but I've been talking for a while, so let's shady, you know, go in. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna go back and forth yeah, probably for sure. quite a bit because th this section is gonna take all podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it feels for anyone who hasn't played or hasn't played a lot or hasn't seen any like more high level games where people are doing the disgusting quillboard things, uh, you do not outstat quillboards unless we're talking like reno golden light fang and even then i'm pretty sure someone is gonna just pump the board more than you can with your early golden the light one fang. thing that i've seen that has like outstated uh a, a quill board like a clean kill board is golden nomi that's the only thing i've seen where the the elementals if you get lucky enough you get enough like elementals and stuff can actually just like pound for pound be strong enough but other than sure. that i really haven't seen like Light Fang, I mean, like, uh, Kelly goes like. Time, though. Huh? It's it's true. But the Nomi will take a lot of time it, to get. You bigger. have to dodge him early, so that's how yeah. I, that's how I've won like a couple of games where I dodge the Cobra early, so I have like that 
couple of turns if you of didn't setup. Get to scale, yeah, yeah. Sure. and then I can go. But yeah, Kelly goes dies. You know, things like that. Just... They're just, they're just strong early and they're yeah. strong mid and yeah. they're strong late. So yeah. it's just they don't have that, you know, they don't have that moment where you're like, oh, this kind of dodgy to set yeah. up. Yeah, uh, that, that is, there's no like clear like yeah. moment of weakness where some. Well, when you're aren't... rolling and you haven't hit the quill bores yet, that's probably <laughs> playing quill bores. When, when you're voicing quill cool. bores and you haven't hit the quill bores, that's the moment of weakness. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. I, 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 ident I identify as a quill bore every game, even though my board might not reflect that. I'm always quill bore, right? So I'm at my weakest when my board has no quill bores <laughs> at that stage. It's not great. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's pretty silly right now, and we might scale back a little bit on it, of course. But uh, one of my things I'm playing around with right now is if the shop doesn't have cool boards, I'm leveling right up to four. <laughs> Where I'm just like, not cool boards, not cool boards level. Silly minions, these aren't cool boards. And that's been going out. That's been going pretty well. That's, that doesn't happen every time. Sometimes you get a really good shop. But I think there was one shop with Silas where I just hit spawn with a ticket and stuff. I'm like, oh, this has to be good enough. And then still just like a couple turns later, I'm just dead. And I'm just like, it's not good enough. It's not boars. It's not good enough. So I've been going super, super hard, just super forcing. Yeah. Uh, pretty that's... much any quill bore piece is just really strong whenever you pick it up. Yeah, that's the one um, issue I, I have, right? So when I'm when I'm playing other compositions, right? So I, I have been playing a lot of other compositions besides just Quillboard. And I will get like good, like a good beast comp or like a good Caligos comp, right? And it's not, it doesn't feel like I'm guaranteed a win. Like double Caligos, you know, yeah. doesn't feel like I'm guaranteed a win. Right, I need double Caligos Nadina. Then okay, then yeah, I win those yeah. ones, right? And then even then, the other guy needs to not just have a disgusting quill board, <laughs> board right? I mean, you you don't outscale disgusting quill board boards. Yeah, I, you need disgusting like you need you like know. wait, you need like double Cali, double poison dong Nadina. I know, like poison dong has been my saving grace. I will admit that uh, the games that I'm winning. With non quillbores, they have poison dong in them, so that, which that's... actually is a quillbore. So you're still <laughs> using quillbores. <laughs> no, no, I guess yeah, that I, is true. <laughs> I think that's an important nuance when you say like, "Oh, I've won with dragons." You have to like, "No, no, you've won with poison dongs and some dragons, right?" Because the poison is the real big equalizer here, right? Because their duo guy or whatever the five six taunt is called when it's huge, it's easily a hundred health when they combine it right it's ridiculous oh my there's so many games where i'm fighting like you know i'm in top two and then i'm like okay let's go they have a duo with 100 hp and i'm like oh, i've lost and then i like i actually like barely i killed the duo and i'm like oh i actually killed it and then like the rest of his minions aren't like 40 40s you know so like my dragons are like oh yeah this is fine. I can deal, right? And then I actually like barely edge out. But that duo is like the blocker where I'm like, ah, next turn, uh, it's going to be even like so much bigger. That's, than... that's where the poison dong comes in. Like, yeah, yeah that's where I put a spore in or something like that, right? Like, it's a little bit of a meta thing already where we might not want to go like super, super deep. Yeah, but that's yeah. something. It, it's I've, a, I've been... it, yeah. It's but, later yeah. in the topic. So we'll probably come into yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. We'll yeah. talk about it. But uh, there, there's definitely been some. 
moments where if i didn't do like this one specific addition or added a little poison here da, 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 there was no chance of winning right so there, there's even with me hitting the nuts with a different comp i also need to like outplay them <laughs> as well right i i had a at a game where i had golden macaw uh golden baron and the gold and the golden and i was like this this isn't enough right i had to add a golden selfless <laughs> as well <laughs> you know just to be able to get that get that win it was like damn I <laughs> This morning, cons. I sold my golden goldrin playing beast comp to just play selfless and poison. Yeah, I was like, it's not big enough. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How many fucking? Okay, sorry. How many procs I'm getting? It's not big enough. Just playing spore, my exna, and then macabre selfless was just better than a golden goldrin. Yeah, that's when I said, all right, this is when we know we have a little bit of a problem. <laughs> It's like I sold a golden goldrin at Beast Comp because it wasn't big enough. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, now I've seen it, right? Yeah. So, so that was a good wake up call. It was like, okay, we're, we're forcing billboard boys. It's pretty bad. And, and another thing I do want to mention is that the meta is encouraging like crazy play. Uh, just because the MMR reset, when you're losing, you're not losing that much, right? No, it doesn't matter, right? No. But when you win, you get 300. So a lot of people are just people climbing are and they're yeah. just like, oh, okay, I got A's minus 20, whatever. I'm just gonna go crazy next game. Oh, I got I got two six drops, two two another six drop, you know, da-da-da. I've won. Okay, let's do that again. Oh, I lost. Ah, it doesn't matter. Minus 20. Oh, I won? Oh, 300. Let's just go crazy every single game. So you're getting a lot of people just just playing super risky, super aggressive, getting a ton of sixes, a ton of, you know, fives and whatever they need. And just like, if, even if they get punished, they don't, they don't care, right? It doesn't matter in terms of MMR placement right now. So you're just getting the, you're getting, you're, at least in the high level lobbies, you're getting the absolute nuts of Quobors. You're getting the M Chaga Beast, double Chaga, triple triple how many golden six drops have i seen in two days like <laughs> way too much like, right on my on my final game of the day on eight gold nine gold and ten gold all my opponents had two six drops yeah right? eight gold <laughs> nine gold ten gold i was like what is this shit that's three people with two six drops this is crazy because there's no guys lost to someone else two turns later i'm like what does that guy have <laughs> like, oh my god i'm dead yeah th there's no drawback for just like hyper donkey rolling and hyper leveling and just getting the the strongest minions on the board and then i like oh i got two sixes no quill boards ah next game whatever who cares like yeah so. gar ragnaros ah tough luck right let's yeah. try again yeah so it it's it's rough out there if you're not uh if you're not doing the same right like if you can recognize that um tendency to level and and go for your own nuts right if you're the if you're the the donkey guy right then it's fine right but if you're not you're you're trying to play a regular game you know you're just coming in the battlegrounds you don't you don't know there's an mmr reset you're just like oh let me play a couple games and then people are just like hyper leveling and you're like what's going on yeah it's gonna so, hurt uh, donk or get donk situation yeah, yeah. yeah. you either do the donkin or you get donk <laughs> but i've actually had pretty good success with my my path on the more conservative strategy where i have so many like 
seconds and thirds because like everyone's just going nuts and I just yeah. have this like good mid range cool set. I'm like, this is good enough, right? Yeah. I, I'm the one uh, going crazy. You know, that's yeah. Um, I had a lot, a lot of fun just winning. I had a game where I had a. Uh, I had a Kobor and a golden Kobor, I mean, golden uh, Charles and the the Beast, right? And so then, yeah, to clarify, uh, Charlgar is the 7-7 seven, seven that yeah. adds blood gem on everyone. We're just calling him Charles, Charles, because Charlgar every time is just a little bit too much, and Charles yeah. just rolls off, right? So I was, I was like, doing nothing the whole turn. I mean, the yeah. whole game, like, just, you know, just having my, uh, you know, plus whatever 30 30 a turn doing nothing i golden the beast i added another charga right and i just like beast, not we'll call him pumba right so we got charles pumba right? <laughs> the beast the boar is called amagam great boar or whatever that's and fair you call, you call it a pig but then everything's a pig so it was, all right it's pumba right yeah so the pumba okay so i had i had golden Char charles another charles pumba golden pumba <laughs> And I was just like doing nothing, buying random stuff, done, not caring. My opponent somehow was tying every game. Like I was like, how is he tying? Right? Even Dong or not? Or um, what do you was it just other stuff? It was Dong's and then uh, Nadina. Right. As yeah. To so reset he went one the Dong's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then some some random Quobor stuff, but not my yeah. level of Quobor stuff. <laughs> yeah, basically all that matters is if the Dongs got reshielded yeah. in time. Or, um, and he was tied, so I, I was like, my you know my child was like, why aren't you doing stuff? You can kill it. I was like, I don't need to do anything. He's the one being pressured, right? He eventually switched to full scam, and I was like, okay, okay, he's trying. I switched my position. I um. I um I added I I put some amalgadons in, um, took took the blood gems from my my divine because he had a he had a ghoul, so I yeah. I um I put the uh, I put the blood gems on my uh, bronze warden. It had like a hundred attack or something. Sold one of my weak uh, divine minions since he had the ghoul. Put an Adina there. Put my child first. Just one yeah. shot him the turn after. <laughs> right yeah as soon, as soon as i like i tried he died yeah <laughs> it was so funny i was laughing because i did nothing <laughs> oh yeah when your board is getting i don't know 20 20 a third it's probably I was, okay i was getting like 60 something a turn or something like that oh, was, well well okay wait we can we can calculate so it, three pump three charles or what in terms of yeah, so yeah, two, yeah. it was like um so you're getting three, three. I, I, yeah, three. like 63, 63 a turn. Because it was like nine times. Um... Right, yeah. So I, I'm just. Okay, that's what I was asking. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was not like nine times seven, I believe, uh, a turn. Yeah, so we go from one to three to four. You're getting even more, right? You're getting four. You're getting 28, I think. I'm getting three blood gems. They're all getting tripled. Are you getting the... even more, right? Because you got a golden Pumba and a regular Pumba. No, no, I had a golden golden Pumba. I had a regular golden uh, Charles. Whatever. Regular Charles. Like small things. Let's not bore people. It was a lot of numbers on Collins's board today. Right? <laughs> Confusing numbers. Things were large. Right? Right, it was cool. great. I had a lot of fun that game. I didn't do it. <laughs> I just like 
I was done by like turn, you know, turn 10. I was done with my deck. Yeah. And, and it was very fun. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, the, you know, that's the nuts of Cobors, but you don't get like, that's not that uncommon, right? Like you'll see your opponents with that. Like somebody yeah, gets the nuts. Some version, right? Yeah. Of a Pumbaa with a Charles and they just see the stats. Yeah. yeah. Like w there's also just more advanced stuff right now where, uh, you know, once again, like we'll talk about more about that later, but right now it feels like everyone's just dumping stats on the board. And if you can be like, well, let's divide those stats a little bit more intelligently let's maybe play a selfless let's you know add a let's add a poison minion if you don't have everything big let's put some stats on the vine shields or cleaves because it, it does feel that it's not necessarily people being lazy but the cards are just new and it's just like exciting to just buff stuff but then a george can come along with a board of divine shield poison burlocks and absolutely murder you We're like huh yeah maybe i should have played a ghoul on selfless and stuff <laughs> to counter to george yeah you're not seeing too many people uh like think i guess you know right they're just... yeah they're just going in they're just like <laughs> boars yep <laughs> yep stats. that's very true uh, yeah. so eventually you'll see a little bit more like strategic placement and strategic usage of of blood gems and stuff but people are just experimenting you know doing risky plays of seeing how how strong they can make everything and it's been working out for them i mean i'm not saying it's like a bad idea but you know uh, probably next week you'll see a little bit less risk as people like have their MMRs a little bit fleshed out and stuff like that as well. But right now it's it's pretty crazy. Well, well, so. you'll, you'll see a lot of, of uh, unusual plays. Um, we can kind of talk about the... Um, we're probably going to, you know, keep referencing stuff about the patch, right? It's not like we're moving sure. on from this topic. It's not going to be like a super structured yeah. episode. We're yeah. basically just going to talk about new stuff all the time, guys. <laughs> because we're going to think, all right, I had this game with this crazy stuff happened, yeah. and I did this, and I did that. Yeah. So I, I'm just using it. this as, you know, a way to keep keep things flowing, keep things smooth. I want to just kind of talk about the... Um, the heroes any thoughts about them that we've we've noticed any any how do we feel about them i played all of the heroes um multiple times i think at least twice uh, all of them and and some more than that i think i played the the blood gem hero the most and i would say that's sure. the one i'm like the most disappointed in actually um out oh, of the three right. funny enough um but but generally i think they're all playable um I haven't. They had. They don't feel like a Shutterwalk or any or any of those like low, um, un, like un un uh, inconsistent heroes, right? They they're all right, um, all of them, and and some have big big advantages. Some have small advantages. The the Blood Gem one right uh, gives you that consistency if you're lucky to roll, um, a Quilbor early right, Tusky and stuff like that. Then you get that, uh, engine and to. Uh, and and it feels pretty good, right? The issue I've had is if I don't roll any quillbores early, right? When I have games without any quillbores that utilize blood jumps, it doesn't feel that that great. I kind of feel like ah, I'm buffing some random thing, and then I you know I have to find a necro line and hope hope that it it works. Yeah. Out, so so with him, I've been leveling if I don't find stuff that I want, because yeah. then you just increase the chance that you're either hitting. The, like I've I've done suicide just straight up to four and stabilized, where I just had a bunch of gems in my hand. I was like, let's find something, and then I just you know uh, I think I opened like a module or something and just pumped it, and, and it was yeah. fine because you do get plus eight, plus eight, a little bit 
like a mukla that's reform curving and you're holding the mass you I get think this that's, huge yeah i think that's probably the way to do it because i've been playing it a little bit normal i'll like level the uh, to four on eight gold or something like that and it feels okay if i have a good start but if i don't have a good start then it doesn't feel that uh impactful and i'm pumping stuff that doesn't do anything so uh yeah i think if you're not finding those engines or things to uh, tuskies and and blood, uh, bristlebacks and stuff like that then probably just better to level and, and use that that blood gem yeah. on something useful. i think if you don't like the if you don't like the five gold shop leveling is very easy on that guy because whatever you buy gets plus four plus four next turn right with the blood gems because you don't have to hold them either um usually what you're looking for is the blood gem generation right so the two five that gives the adjacent ones a blood gem or bonker every time he attacks he gets a blood gem or early you get the two four frenzy when he gets survives a hit he gets a blood gem like those seem really important so i'm usually not too worried like oh i don't want to play my blood gems yeah that's usually i'm usually because if you don't have steady generation i feel like you can't really play quillbor anyway it feels like right. that's really the, the juice it, you know like all these quillbor effects are nice and cool but you need gems so if you don't get an engine early i'm not too concerned yet about oh you know i need to hold on to these gems it's just my use engine the gem. is charles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cos goes straight to Charles. We could talk about that later. Where, you know, we might play a little different, which is going to be great. Right? The, the, the nuances, the differences between our plays. Yeah, so that's how I've been playing this guy. I've been going to early three, and even with a token, I've done early four. Now, I wouldn't recommend early four because it gets a little bit more wobbly monk steer where you have right. to really fix the situation. But early three is super safe um, because whatever you open, you can give plus four, plus four, and that matters. Um, especially if you hit a shield, super nice. Or even the two four frenzy quillbore, uh, if you can give that plus four plus four, it's just self sustaining at that point because it's gonna have eight health. It will survive a hit. You know what I uh, did? I buffed you up my Hank. <laughs> Here, Hank. Now it looks like you're winning. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> That's great. I just wanted to mention that, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, Hank's still shit. All right, yeah. Good. <laughs> hey, hey. I testing that, so we don't have to. Yeah, I mean. I don't think I've bought a Hank since the patch came uh, okay. uh, Good talk. Okay. Good Fair talk. enough. All um, right. Zarella. Probably Zarella or something. Zarella, yeah. She feels okay, too. Kind of like, I still kind of think of her as a yog we're targeting. Um, it, mm -hmm. it, um, it really depends if you're hitting those, um, like death rattle battle cry, uh, scaling units, at, at least for me, just like getting, getting them early. I like leveling up, um, Yogg leveling pretty, pretty easily as well with her getting to five tier tavern five on, on nine goat is pretty reliable. It's very easy to triple since you're, um. You're uh, you're choosing what you're getting, right? So it's you're not like, oh, I'm gonna hope Yog hits whatever I need, right? You can pretty much, if you have an early triple, you can pretty much target. Make sure you avoid it and then get the triple whenever you want. Get an early four or, or six or something like that. So um, that's pretty easy to do. And the I, I guess what would be the drawback? The drawback just like 
isn't that bad right like a lot of the feels good, yeah yeah I a like. lot of the stats you a lot of the minions you get even if you you are losing some stats to get it it like pays for itself a lot of the time so it it, it doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't hurt and you can always it's the high roll yeah mm -hmm. you can always target tokens pirates you can get grubber two mana for three gold like it's very easy to just like get a lot of extra gold in your hand uh even if you don't want to use it that turn so just it feels all right it feels like um feels feels like a playable hero very consistent in in the ability to level and uh sometimes um the hero power early is is better early like uh it will will buff your minion early so i've targeted some some tokens and stuff and have a 2-2 two, two tokens better than a, a Murloc token, better than the Beast one, right? So it, 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 uh, it, yeah. Yeah, it gives some safety. So I, I, I haven't had too much of an issue with her. Doesn't feel crazy, but it feels okay. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I need to play her more, of course. I mean, we need to, all, need to play all these heroes more, but um, she, to me, feels a bit more, maybe not on the level of Hook Tusk, Maev, but I feel like I play her a bit more like that, where the hero power facilitates getting those cheap pairs. I, I think um, those, you... those are better, um, to be but sure. Yes, because, okay. as I said, it's not the win rate necessarily, but you're emulating the play style oh, where okay. I use the hero power to um, try to get triples. And that's what you're trying to do when you're playing Hook Tusk. That was, that's what you're trying to do when you're playing uh, Maev or Rafam. You're just hunting triples to get early Tralga a lot of the time, uh, or you know any any six drop that can carry you, and and that's been pretty good for me. Where I usually don't push to five unless I have a triple, and she's uh, she's been allowing me to just have a bit better economy, right? Where normally you would have to pay three minion to pick up that extra pair, she can just like two gold, and I can grab that one drop, and usually the stats are. Uh, better or about as good uh, you know you can hit the mic I, I even have like two bacon some bacon relaxes on my board and I'm like yeah there's two twos it's not the worst right so uh, and then you can just cash them in later so that's how i've been playing i've been just uh collecting pairs and then pushing the four trying to get a triple ready and then just try to pull sixes and with varying success of course uh, as we talked about like my ev still does that better because your hero power only costs one instead of two so it just facilitates uh, collecting those triples. Yeah, um, I, I, I've had okay success. I don't know if I've won a game with her, um, but it, I, I have actually. I have won a game with her, but that was pretty lucky, you know. Again, free light fangs. <laughs> yeah, it's like ah, whatever. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, it, it it does. You know, you are. It does. You know. It does require you getting those minions that can take advantage of having low base stats, you know, things that scale itself, things that have low base stats already and don't care about starting with a 2-2, two -two, right? Those like the Frenzy 2-4, right? It's hard to target that because you know you're not going to get those Frenzy buffs. So, it, you yeah. know, you got you to use your hero power on something else. And usually you can just buy something yeah. else, use yeah. the hero power. Yeah. 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 So, sure. uh, it it doesn't feel bad, and I and I think it's a playable hero. Definitely, um, one I will be playing more and seeing. I'll probably be playing all these heroes more. Uh, but last but not least, you know, Vol'jin. I think Vol'jin has been the um, 
the scariest one, at least for me, um, when I see my opponents have it. Especially, I thought it was a bug, but um, I talked to Blizzard about it. They said it was uh, intentional, where you can swap the stats and it'll keep the blood gems. Then you can steal the blood gems away with Necrolite. So late game, that could be really abusable, where if you, know, if you have uh, you know, 30 blood gems on something, you can hero power, make like a 40, 40 minion, and then add, and then you'll have like a two, two something, a two, two minion, and then with 30 blood jumps, and then you just give it to something else and just create two powerful minions from one minion that, that, that was buffed the whole game. So, um, apparently it's intentional, but it feels really strong if you can get it off. So uh you know anytime i see a vulgin player you know I, I fought against savish and he had he had three cleaves and i'm pretty sure that's what he did and you i was just, just you ask yourself does he know does he know i, <laughs> I he mean i posted know? it to, to twitter so i'm i'm sure the uh you know the noticeable people uh are pretty aware of this at this point so it's 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 disgusting <laughs> I gotta be honest. Yeah. I I don't know. If, like they said, it's intentional, but it's so disgusting. Uh, Might so, get intentionally nerfed soon. Yeah, I I really think it uh, it should get some some. It, it feels pretty dumb, right? Because right now, a big part of at least what I do in end game is like, oh, let me just swap this off. So the fact that you can just essentially double swap something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, instead of plus 30 plus 30, I'm gonna give my guy plus 60 plus 60. Ah, that seems a little bit over the top, right? So. Yeah, it, you can you can stack it on one minion or you can stack two minions, right? So you know, yeah, double you cleave is is what I'm I'm looking at. Uh but you if you want a really big cleave, that also works well as as uh so it, it's 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 pretty dumb. Um there have I have been there have been some games where I don't do, I, d I didn't get lucky with the swaps. I didn't get lucky with the blood gems. Um, and it felt pretty bad. Um, so there are, you know, the, the hero is not like always going to be OP, right? There's, there's definitely some consistency things and you have to look at what's in the pool, right? Demons not being in, right? It does, it does help having the able to, being able to swap that battle master and stuff like that. So there, there are some things, but generally, if you've got Blood Gem Engine with this hero, it's super, super good. So um, that's just something you want to keep in mind. And the early game can be really strong as long as you're lucky, right? Getting um, two, four token starts, getting, you know, it's just like, all right, <laughs> that's, that's not losing. So uh, it does have that consistency uh, if you can get there, so. Uh, seems this is the air that the here I was worried about glad to see so far that is pretty accurate that this is the one that uh, probably has the most uh, broken aspects about it uh, to, to be found yeah I haven't really messed around too much with them like I feel like I've got a pretty good strategy right now for for the meta and Vulgin doesn't really I guess what I'm trying to say is once Vulgin is good. I feel like I'm already in a good spot, right? So I'm trying to pick heroes that facilitate getting into that spot. So well, Vulgin is the hero that wins the lobbies. 
Uh, that's... Um, I've been winning a ton of money. Why? Well, that, that's like... you. Like, you, you know, sure. anytime we talk about each other, I, you know, you, you got to cross. We're the outliers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. But like, I feel like we want to share with the podcast. Of fair course, enough. like what we're doing, right? To yeah, create. Fair enough. Like stuff like Zephyrus for me feels like so good because yeah, Zephyrus is, is super solid as well. Yeah, everyone's just trying taking the piggies, and you only need two for a triple, right? Instead of rolling into the three. Yeah, yeah. we should talk about other heroes besides um, just the one, just the Crowbar updates, right? There, there, there have been heroes that got better uh, with this patch, got worse with this patch. You know, I think George yeah. got better. Zephyrus was already good, but I mean, George was already good too. But like just. Having Crowbars with Divine Shield. I'm not sure yeah. if George got better. Well, like, Crowbars with Divine, you know? I'm sure. But, well, I feel like the problem isn't necessarily what do I do once I have Quillbars, is how do I, you know, survive until I get Quillbars a lot of the time. Have you just, like, why not just get Quillbars from the get-go? You seem to be, like, right. not trying. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm, I'm still working on that. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. just have turn nine to six drops. You've not been doing that, Shady? I've had some, I've had a good George game, right? Where I mean, I had a golden bonker with a shield on it. Yeah, that's good, right? But I feel like once you've got a golden bonker, you're probably fine anyway. You know, I've not gotten a golden bonker yet, and that also brings me to the next the next topic. You know, the Quobor minions. You know, there's a lot of them that are questionable <laughs> in terms of how effective they are, and I'm so glad. That the ones I'm scared of are the ones I'm still scared of. You know, the <laughs> golden bonkers, dude. I was so scared about that card. Uh, I, I will mention, I did not give Charles enough respect uh, in the previous discussion. I think Charles Charga really determining a lot of the nutty, the nutty uh, cohort players. They usually have a Charga in there. And, and when you combine it with Puma or Pumba, it's just like so much stats, like, uh, just disgusting. I didn't like, give that enough respect. The reason why it's so good is because it says play a blood gem instead of give plus one plus one. If it was give plus one plus one, it would, you know, it'd still it, be good. Yeah. Because you kind of just do like permanent Eliza buffs, sort of, right? But it wouldn't be as nutty. But because it says play a blood gem, it's like, oh, the duo interacts with it. The Pumba interacts with it. Uh, any quill board that says when the blood gem is played on his minions, effect triggers. So you can have a board full of things and just all the effects are going off like, you get divine shield, you get more buffs, attack for the entire board. And this this guy gets plus 40, plus 40 instead of plus 10. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy the amount uh. of stuff that happens there. Yeah, it's it's there. disgusting. Uh, so I I do think there are a lot. Um, Tusky's been pretty pretty powerful early game. It's not like um I don't think it's 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 been the biggest problem or at it least feel like a problem. Yeah. It's just like oh yeah. he used his blood gem on me, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. I feel like. Ah, oh, he used the blood gem on me. Yeah, or when they high roll, right? When they get Tusky and the the banner board, like yeah. okay, bro. Yeah. I, banner board. There's so many. Cowboys, I wanted to put into this page, you know, like all of them basically. Um, yeah. But Banner Bore is definitely one of those like early game engines that are really, really important uh, when you get them. You get Tusky of Banner Bore, you get Bristleback, right? Yeah. We were pretty correct with those being 
um, the engine, the early game engine that allows you to win. So, uh, yeah, getting the. Uh, I think one of the big ones is Roadboard early, right? If you get Roadboard early, it's it's such a big deal because is Roadboard the two four? It's a two four. Yeah, yeah okay. Because yeah. that's the one. Uh, but yeah, Banner, like even even Prophet of the Boar, when I see it early, the two star three three that gives you a blood gem whenever you play a Quillboard. That's felt fine. Yeah. On, on tier four, when you're rolling, you'll usually buy a board, you know? So if you have, I've had, I've had two uh, profits on my board. I was like, oh, cool. That's just two blood gems a turn where, you know, I can use them wherever. So but like even, even that card has felt fine, even though it looks a little underwhelming with the once per turn line. Yeah. All the blood gem engines feel playable. I would yeah. say. Pretty much so. anything that makes blood gems you're happy with. And then. Uh, like end game sometimes i'll be on tier six and be like "Ooh, a sun bacon relaxer nice <laughs> just yeah, buy yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> nice two blood gyms we stack that up real quick. oh and man that's you know, there's probably a problem when you're buying tier one minions on tier six <laughs> but it works you know uh, yeah. i do agree uh it's it's pretty powerful um any surprises in terms of the the minions? Anyone that you're like, oh wow. No. Besides maybe Charles that, that were like, oh yeah. this so and and this might be incorrect, right? But from what I feel right now, ground shaker feels like the best quillbore, like hands down. That's ground just, shaker is the two six? The two six that gives Savage Roar to the board whenever you play a blood gem on it. Mm-hmm. I just have a string of like first place boards where Pretty much all I'm doing is I have a ground shaker and then banner boar buffing ground shaker. I have Charles buffing ground shaker, or I have a flat tusk or whatever she's called, the other six drop where you buy things and then you get blood gems in return. Yeah, Captain Flat Tusk. And I like I kid you not, right? I had a 119 attack for Reaper at one point where all I was doing every turn was bye, 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 gem, 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 buff, 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 buff. And then at some point, the ground shaker has just like, I don't know, 60, 60 sets or something. And then you just take him off with the 3-3. Three, three, and then mm-hmm. you start over again where you just like, all right, I'm still like pretty much every gem I allocate in the late, in the late game always goes on my ground shaker. And my entire board just gets 30 additional damage or something silly. Uh, if you get it golden, right? Three gems is already plus 12 attack. It's it's crazy. Um, and then if you have a golden banner board, that's another two ticks. If you have a Charles, that's another tick. Um, it's to the point where if I'm playing selfless Baron, my selfless is one for oneing something. Because I just have this enormous selfless. So I, I would say that is the card that sort of... Maybe not came out of nowhere for me, but it was like, oh, wow, this feels not okay. Because it's a very easy way to use your bludgeon. And and that's all I've been doing right now. So I feel like until people catch up, I'm just going to continue getting my free MMR. Because <laughs> I was like, I, like to give you an idea, I, I didn't play that much, right? I have played every day, uh, but I've definitely not like pushed myself like crazy. And I looked at my positioning. I was like, oh, cool. I'm uh, like <laughs> top 30 <laughs> or something. Where I was like, wow, how is this? Are people not buying the Shaker guy? What's going on? Right. So it's, yeah, that, that card has completely just exceeded all expectation. I got to say, I've not been playing that card as much. I play a couple of times and I'm like, oh, it's okay. 
you know, it's just not permanent stats, you know. I love permanent stats, you know. The attack's good. But my yeah. my minions are already 40-40. I don't need eight attack or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But Yeah, you can just win enough with your... But I think the real power here is that right. you can start this comp on Tier 4, right? And that's that's probably where the... I'm never on Tier 4. Is. Yeah, right. I'm never I'm never not on Tier 4. <laughs> like... I, I go to I go oh, and this is this is maybe like a little silly right but I, I end my games on tier four unless I'm tripling into a six and I deem it not too late because mm. if I feel like it's too late sure I'm gonna get a Trolga but you guys have the Trolga three turns ago I'm not gonna outscale them so yeah, usually my I have a Trolga three turns ago yeah mean. right like I'm not gonna outscale Collins <laughs> I need to cheese Collins we just ground shake and get like mm. forty back on my guy and Collins like what your guy is only like. Normally a 10 10. You can't value trade by 40 40. What the yeah, hell is it? That's, that is the You're question. Right? Yeah. So I'm just sitting there with like two banner boars and two ground shakers, just like poof, stats go whoosh, right? <laughs> and uh, that, that's been most of my games. Either I'm high rolling into early sixes and I'm really pushing for the win, or I'm just sitting on tier four and I'm, uh, I'm just watching the ground shakers buff. So that's a really good um, strategy if you're not going for those early sixes and stuff like that, yeah. utilizing that early four ground shaker with uh, synergy. So you're 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 prioritizing divine shields or stuff like that. You know, selfless yeah. barons and and and. So whatnot. usually, what you have is you'll usually have a duo just because it's really nice that every gem you place on the earth shaker will buff the duo, and then you'll just have gem generation. Right, if you can get the bonker, it's great. Uh, but you can also just have two banner boards, one on each side of the shaker as well, because they will double trigger them. Uh, you can just have a brute. Usually you'll have one of those as well. And then you just add a divine shield or a cleave. So usually I have a board full of quill boards and one shield or so. And then later on, if the comp is going somewhere, I will introduce, say, another shield where I use the 3-3 three, three to take the gems from the shaker and put them on another shield or so. So, the ground shaker allows that safety in the mid game to then you know get to the point where you're swapping it into a cleave or into some type I, of divine I, I shield. Guys, unit. Yeah, I get the guys with the two trogas against me, and I, I tie or I like deal seven to them because right. my port just you know like they might still have a small minion, but all my guys are just a huge attack. Right. And then then usually it's my divine shield minion that trades two for one, right? And then they go like, huh, I'm way bigger than him, but it doesn't matter because this round they just. You know, that was he a bunch just, of attack. He just pumped himself, yeah. Yeah, I just pumped him. That's really I'm also, nice. I'm just pretty much going all in up around as well right now. And that might not be correct yet. Uh, but that, that's how it, I've been doing it this meta. And it feels pretty good. Like, I'm not holding Blood Gems either unless I'm against the Ghost. I'm just like, all right, just all in, just pump, pump, pump. Unless, you know, some boards you're like, well, probably don't need to put them from 40 attack to 50 attack right now. <laughs> some, some, <laughs> some turns you see more Blood Gems than others. <laughs> Uh, but for, for the most part, uh, I was holding back earlier and it almost always burned me. I was like, all right, for now, no more holding back. Just every turn, just, just all in, all in, all in. Cause it feels like other people, it's hard to judge other people's strengths. Cause True. some people may have just high run like crazy. and like, oh, I'm just going to die here. Right. Uh, so it feels like every turn for me, is just balls to the wall. Super, super aggressive. Play all the gems. Yeah. It's always nice when you can kill someone early. Like a, a a Charles or two, you're like, oh, yeah, you just, you just killed him. Like, whoa, this guy would have been huge. So that's that's definitely um, I think that's an important 
thing to notice, especially if you're staying on fours and, and, and utilizing that. Uh, just uh, making sure that you get that, those ground shakers, buff them up, get those banner boards, get those bludgeon energy generation, and using that to um, stabilize the mid game, and then going from there, putting in a divine shield, putting in a cleave, uh, finalizing that comp for the end game. So, oh, and then the one thing, if you're if you are taking it to the late game, uh, Traga actually doesn't feel that great for this setup. Uh, as opposed to flat tusk, and I've only just really thought about that earlier today, where I kept a Chalga on my board because it was well, it's just better, right? But then I was thinking, well, no, if most of my attack comes from just pumping this uh, earth shaker or ground shaker, why am I not just keeping the flat tusk? Because there I can direct the blood gems straight onto the uh, the source of my buffs instead of just the Chalga, who's only going to buff it one time. Uh, so it's still it's still good to have a Traga, but if I have to if I had to choose Jeez, with this yeah. comp in the late game, I, I play the flat tusk because it just gives me more gems on the shaker, which then gives my entire board a lot more attack. Yeah, we've we've generally been talking that Traga is the better one, right, out of the two. But flat tusk does have its uses. I did have a game where I had a hogger and uh, didn't have a flat tusk. I had two Chargas. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah, you know, I, I had a game where I had um a golden hogger, and then I added a flat tusk later, and then I was like, oh, infinite gems, like it, it was like as instant as a, as a turn. I just bought it, and boom, I had, uh, you know, full board of gems the same turn. So, it definitely works if you can get that golden hogger synergy. It's just like a lot of button mashing, a lot of APM. So, you know, you got to be prepared oh, for that. I hate it when I'm trying to go fast and then my minion is stuck to my mouse. I'm like, no, I don't yeah. want to sell my 60-60. Yeah. I've had a couple down. of, like, lag issues um, yeah. yesterday. Where I've learned to just say, okay, enough is enough. Where I just say, I might... Because you think, like, hmm, should I start playing my blood gems now? But no, maybe I will buy something. Ah, but then maybe I overdraw because then I, I spend gold and then the flat does get... So I've just been like, all right, I don't care if I'm missing some trigger on something. Two gold from now. Here we go. Two gems. Chuk, 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 so I don't you, overdraw whatever. You, you know what the blood gems remind me of when you have a flat test? It reminds me of that spell in uh, the Dark Moon that fills your boy with bananas. And I almost never... Yeah. I almost never got all the bananas off because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's too much. There's too banana. many different options for my brain. My brain's like, oh, you could put it here, or you could put it here, or you could optimize it here, you could da 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 da. And I always never put them down. And I, I, this is happening so often where like I have five seconds left. I've been thinking about where to put the blood gems for like 25 seconds. And then there's five seconds, and I'm like, ah, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I just like wait, yeah, and uh, it's it's a problem that I have. I definitely need to just like put them somewhere, you know, drop them down. At least for the start, just yeah, and good enough, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that's that's an overall mantra for for right now with the blood gems, good enough. Like yeah, you might miss one one or two two on this or that guy because you don't get an extra trigger. If you're stuck with five blood gems in your hand, you're gonna have missed a lot more than <laughs> so just two, many two, games. Somewhere. I, yeah. I, I I have like five blood gems and I'm fighting someone. I'm like, oh, I threw her. and then I win. And I'm like, oh, whew, whew, that's no mistake. <laughs> Calculated that. I was saving my resources. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was saving it for next year. You know, like <laughs> so often. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's definitely something I need to uh, keep in mind and uh, make sure that uh, I'm doing correctly. But yeah, um, 
moving on just um overall meta thoughts i think we've kind of talked about it but we will be uh just um talking about it more yeah. but just uh a little bit overall i think quobors are good the heroes are playable um go for if you can go for people play aggressive since the mmr is pretty fresh right now if you can get an early six the quobor ones are really powerful if you can't the tier four minions are pretty good as well bonkers and um you know harbinger still i had a game where i was reno i had no business doing anything hero powered harbinger put some taunts on got top four i had no business being top four you know so yeah, there's still a lot of course <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, I i literally had nothing <laughs> except for harbinger so it there would i had no <laughs> business <laughs> being that but there's still a lot of things you could do on four so it's still a good composition fives are still good if you can get light fang and, and whatnot there's just um it's not as like necessary i guess is the word to be I, on five I, I would disagree like it feels like i'm not pulling fives anymore like it feels like a light fang kick w man what are you doing I, I, I've, won, I've won a game with light fangs you know yeah, sure it's, it's like, not it's not charles yeah, right? yeah it, it works if you can get it um, i feel like it doesn't really the, the, like the, 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 the issue is that there's enough engines on four that you don't need to risk it on to get a five that's, that's yeah the okay thing. i'll put it this way it, it just feels like the stuff on four and the stuff on six is so much better, better than like yeah. the chance to maybe get the stuff on five to work. Like I have never skipped so many brands in my life as in the last three days. It's like I'm I'm fresh on five or something after I've tripled, right? And I see this brand, I'm like, I don't want you. That's why I've been getting so many golden brands. Yeah, your colors is like I'm taking brand. <laughs> so that must be why no one's taking them. I just they just give them to me. Crazy, right? Yeah, I might be wrong, right? We'll see. We'll, we'll see where where we land after the smoke clears. Right. I'm like, okay, we sort of know what's the best way to play now. But right now, I'm skipping brands. I'm skipping light fangs. And I'm just going straight for the Quilbor stuff. Yeah, well, I, I I'm playing a lot of different comps. Uh, a lot of them end up getting me second. I will admit, right? Like the person with the nuts Quilbor, you know, unless I'm out playing them, right, ends up beating them, or yeah. I have. Amalgadon, right? So I'm I'm either playing non-quobors with Amalgadon Divine Shield, and then that's enough, or yeah. I'm playing non-quobors and then it's not enough, and the quobor player will beat me, or I'm playing quobors and you know whatever, <laughs> I win. I think that's indeed. It's very unlucky. Yeah, okay. It's very true what you're bringing up here. I do think that you can obviously win not playing quobors if you get the two perfect dongs right and then obviously if you've been playing a little bit more brand where you're like oh nobody's picking brand i get this golden brand you're gonna have a much easier time you know with primal fins with tavern tempest with murazons generating extra economy just discovering amalgadon playing it golden brand more chance you get the perfect dong so i can i can definitely see that uh working as well right we're probably going to want to have I don't think you're ever in a position where you wouldn't want to add a poison divine shield right. minion that is all types to your board. So yeah, trying to squeeze that in somehow is is the challenge. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be harder if you have like all quobors, but sometimes with quobors, you have like a beast as well with the, you know, so it's, it's actually kind of not that hard to um, 
add a, an amalgadon if you, if you have like oh. yeah yeah if i'm doing that usually it's this turn where i have the three three that transfer the blood gems from yeah. one to another yeah you have to sell yeah, something I've, to I've make space that. on the floor yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. you play that guy you steal you now have useless minion you sell it then you play brand amalgadon and sell the brand or, or you keep the brand whatever that's, that's definitely the way to do it yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the turn, right? Like, so if you haven't experienced this yet, guys, it's once you do want to switch those blood gems from one to another, you're like, oh crap, what am I selling? That that was the big challenge for me on day one, and even like halfway day two, I was just like, I'm board locked, I'm board locked, I'm board locked. Like, everything is everything is, and and if you look at it, there's always a thing that's the weakest right you know it was like am i selling my golden charga probably not all right next on the list and then at some point you're like all right well this minion is negotiable and then you can just use the use that board space to then squeeze in the amalgadon uh see if it's good right and then if it's bad you can sell it and go back to playing other stuff but uh that, that does bring us to our next topic we're going to be talking about uh minion of the you know of the week but i think it's a very important minion uh, and this uh, patch in this meta right now, we'll be talking about Deadly Spore. Oh, Deadly Spore. This is a card um, that's always been in the meta, always interesting, always good. But I, I really think when you think about how do you beat a Kobor comp, right? How do you deal with Kobors? One of the ways is a lot of times they'll have a dynamic duo. Dynamic duo doesn't have taunt. That's like sometimes their biggest minion. You put a Spore in front, you just one-shot it, and it... It, uh, sometimes that's all you need like that a lot of the games where i've been able to beat those like high uh the high rolling cobors is because they have one duo or a golden duo or something and that's their only taught and i just put a spore in front and then boom that their oh. biggest minion's gone i and then i just beat them with stats with the other minion so poison's been always good always necessary especially against some comps but right now since everyone's playing quobors right and not all quobors that you're going to be playing have divine shield right tusky and um the bristleback knight right are the two clear divine shields but not bristleback knight is really good but not it's not like in every crowbar comp you know it 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 it, it, it it's nice if you get it early and it synergizes right but a lot of people will like wait until the late game and then they'll put it with a necrolite or something like that. And then, so a lot of times they won't have it um, in in the early to mid. So you can get away with like just having a lot of poisons and just uh, using that advantage. So Spore does a lot of damage, a lot of work. It's still it's always been good. Um, this one and the uh, the tier six beast my exna, right? Yeah. If you can. I hold these in my hand sometimes because I know I'm going to be fighting a Quobor comp uh, at the end. So it's like, well, even if I don't need it right now, uh, late game, maybe the last top top three, top four, right? It's going to be, it's probably going to be useful. And same thing with Amalgadons, Murlocs as well. Murlocs a little bit harder. I had a game, I had a good Murloc game, and then the Quobors just murdered me. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, damn, you know, this is a good Murloc game. <laughs> and yeah, the Cobra is still just like, they're faster. You know, even yeah. with, I had the brand, I had the setup, but it, it just wasn't fast enough. Uh, so I felt really bad, but. Like you have a ton of health, right? But they just get so much damage as well. Though. Yeah. You know, you're not value trading with your guys anymore. 
Yeah, it, it, yeah. Their their minions two for one man. I don't have poison on everything, right? That's like, you know, two turns of gold usage uh, sometimes if to get poison on everything if you do it individually. So, um, you know that that two turns you're waiting or you're you know you're not poisoning, right? They're they're getting so much stats for free, so it's hard to catch up to that. And even if you do, you know, it might not be enough. So, um had some trouble there but poison in general has been good if you can put it early uh, to, uh if you know they're having duos you can put it early you can really snipe some key pieces and, and things like that right the only issue is when you know they're having multiple taunt and, and they have amalgadons you know like cobor and amalgadon uh get me out of here <laughs> you know but yeah. other than that, it's fine that's been the thing right where i guess i i have it from the perspective of the cobor player where I try to Argus other stuff just so that they can't go for the guaranteed duo pop with the with yeah, the well, that's not what everyone's doing. Let me tell you. No, no, I mean I've, I can't do it every game either, and it hurts right when you see that. No, my beautiful large quillboard tied to a one-one minion. Uh, yeah, spores, spores has just been uh, you know, pretty much in the previous meta, the meta before that. Any time you feel like your opponent is just beyond your reach when it comes to just pure stats wars poison is always the the obvious answer spore i guess is the weakest form of poison because it's very susceptible to ghoul and it can also See, just the nice thing is that there's so much i've i've had like spore and, and chaga and i'm just yeah. like oh right. there's no ghoul sure, issue true. now so that's true no ghoul issue if you've got a Chalga, if you argus it if even eliza and you put the eliza first or something give it extra yeah. help. so I, I i've not really had that big of an issue with with like aoe dealing with it just because well, the do, blood gems come out your competency if you can do that right do you have the blood gem right that's another way you could do it play the spore and the blood gem so i guess traditionally you prefer murloc or max now because they don't really have that problem the murloc is tougher to set up if you're swapping into it because you do need the Murloc spot and the Toxfin spot. And then afterwards, a lot of the time what happens is you make a poison Murloc and then you sell the Toxfin and put a Spore in. Uh, at least that's usually how my scam comps come to be where the Spore is sort of the final piece I put down because uh, it doesn't require extra board space to become poison as it already has poison. So you might even have a turn where it's like Murloc, Toxfin, Toxfin, the Toxfin, <laughs> put the Spore down, bunch of poisons. And I'm super synergy with selfless hero and baron that's probably the most common way to we call this a scam uh, or i call it everyone calls it a scam usually it's when you win a game where your stats are way lower than the opponent's stats and you're doing it through poison divine shield so a very very common way to achieve that is to have a golden selfless hero a baron and then five poisonous minions and just say all right well i'm gonna get four divine shields probably one on my baron but three of them on poison minions. So if you don't have ghoul, if you don't have a good way around this, your guys, you know, if they don't have shields, they're gonna lose because my guys have shields and they deal infinite damage. Yeah, it's uh, it's always uh, fun to lose to that, but I think it's necessary, especially it reminds me of elemental meta as well when there was a golden molten rock, right? Just having that that spore in the front to take that out so that you can deal with the rest of the minions right it's just it gives you an answer whereas if this wasn't in there's just no answer uh to just big stats unless you get lucky and you get the amalgadon poison yeah. and, and 
And I think it's good indeed, because otherwise you just get lazy. Right? I know how you like that, Collins. Just turn off your brain. Just fix <laughs> that. Right? It's kind of scary. Yeah. I have to play around. Because it's, it feels like the great. ball is... Yeah, but I feel like the ball is always in the court of uh, whoever has the stats, because you can scam the scammer, right? You can place a ghoul so that their selfless goes off, or you can use the ghoul pre-selfless to snipe the spores. You can have cleave, which is then this a disaster for a poison scam. It hates fighting cleaves, right? You can even have a zap to snipe the baron. So there's a unless you know there's spores, because then you might hit the spore. But that's not even the worst thing ever. So there, there's definitely things you can do as the person with the big stats to get around the scam. But it is good that it's there because it's a bit of a check like, hey, I'm not just going to let you run away with the game. Do you know what to do if I do this? Do you know what to do if I make a board full of Poison Divine Shield minions? Right. So Cleave, Ghoul, their own selfless heroes, all these things help. Or or a very, uh, maybe one you don't hear of often is Amalgadon with spores in the front also just decimates Poison Comp because the Amalgadon dies, you get two spores or so in the front. It's like, boop, let me just pop your divide shields in my plants. Very annoying. Yeah, or Magadons with Nadina as well. Sure. Uh, they go in, then you get the refresh, and you're like, oh, I got to do it again. And then your, your minions aren't strong enough to kill the Magadons initially, and you're just like, ah, there goes right into the, the Divine Shield, poison the Magadon again. Uh, there goes half my board, all my board sometimes, if you've got two, <laughs> so... It can feel pretty bad, yeah. but it, it it's a it's a necessary evil, especially when uh, there's a tendency for the cards to make big big stats with no divine shield or or, or things like that. So um, it's just a good it's a good uh, thing to keep in mind, right? When you're against opponents and they're and everyone's running quill boys, right? If you don't know how to get out of that situation, try running poisons. Right, see if that that is the answer to uh, dealing with that composition. So, just uh, felt felt necessary. Felt like a good time to talk about sports since it's so. Uh, uh, sure. it, it it's a good you know thing to to tell folks at this point. Um, next minion hero we're talking about is Tess. Tess is an interesting one. I really want to talk about Tess this week because anytime there's a new expansion, there's a new minion type. Tess comes out of the woodworks. People start playing her for good reason because everyone's running the same comp, right? Everyone's playing Quilbors, you know? So Tess is like, well, you're playing Quilbors? I'll take your Quilbors. Oh, the next opponent's playing Quilbors. I'll take your Quilbors. Oh, <laughs> the next opponent's also playing Quilbors. Well, there's a triple, there's two triples, there's three triples. Here we go. You know, and then everything synergizes with your board because... Um, let's say you have a Chaga, they have the, the beast, the Puma, then boom, you've just added, you know, you've doubled your, your strength, right? It's very easy to just, uh, scale off your opponents, uh, when you have this same thing. This happened with elementals when elementals were added, have the lobules playing elementals, any test would be playing elementals as well and just take all the, all the pieces from your opponent and go from there. So it's just a really good hero during new expansions. Um, now you know some eventually when patches come and things get balanced you know it stops being uh everyone's playing quillboard meta and you know test goes down in value and down in priority but right now three days after the patch you know test is going to be played and quillboards are going to be played and you can take it there is you know you always have to be careful that 
you 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 don't have a passive hero power right like you have to use gold to get to get the minions so it's not like oh i will get strong early right you can die early with tests right it's it's not like oh you're guaranteed to do well you can still die early but you have if you don't die early you can you can uh create a good early game then your mid to late game can be really really nice because all the pieces that you need to make a good composition that everyone else is playing you're getting for uh for one gold for your opponent so um it is a very useful hero especially in this meta when everyone is running similar compositions uh yeah yeah i've had some good test games myself i haven't where... played tests <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> I feel like she's like slightly overhyped where people act like, oh, Tess, easy first place, no matter what you do. I mean, it's so simple. I've seen a lot of sixth place Tesses. Steal the quill boys, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's... I've had two third places and, and a first. And, and the first one, and, and that's how all my good tests or almost all my good test games go, is I use the hero power to steal triple tokens from the opponents, uh -huh. right? Like some people have two tight unders on the board, and he's like, oh my god, that's two triples because I already have one. And you know, you just keep you can keep going. And then you just make a three drop, make a four drop, right? And then you just you're strong, so you're not everyone's punching bag. And then you see their boards, and then on top of that, you steal the quill boards, and then it just gets super nasty. I think I used and this is maybe a little bit atypical for Tess, but I used her hero power to get triples, and then I just doubled to five, pulled a bunch of six drops, and then I was just really strong, and then just every turn I got stronger because everyone has quill boards. But you do need to get some power early, because this is how I usually explain it to my chat when they say, oh, but it's so insane, Tess is just always going to win the lobby. It's like, well, what happens when you steal quill boards from the guy that had the quill boards first? It's like, well, he's still bigger than you, right? Because he's, he's had them earlier. And yes, you can, and you're probably getting chunked, right? Because if the quillboards are worth right. stealing, a lot of the time you are taking. I thought that was the reference you're going. What happens when you steal from the quillboards? You take twenty five. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I thought that right? was where you're going. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I should put more. I should put more, more emphasis on that. If you're stealing two chargas, you're also taking it. <laughs> you're taking a lot of damage. You're taking those chargas come with a little extra bonus damage, so that happens. And then you might say, well, but you recovered that by just stealing Quillbush from the other guys. And it's like, well, what makes you say that you're strong enough immediately to survive the next guy? So there's definitely this, this little bit of an awkward period where, oh, just give me like two turns, no one attacking me, and I'm super strong. Like, yeah, that doesn't happen in this game, right? You're fighting someone every game unless there's a ghost, and then you're getting lucky. So it feels like the recipe for test success, at least in my experience, is steal tokens or good pairs from other people early get a power spike there so you're strong enough you have the tempo maybe something like harbinger to just be strong on the board and then you can start raking in the quill boards because once you're secure in the mid game then it's ridiculous of course right yeah. you just keep getting all the good quill boards yeah. and everything is golden in no time yeah so trying to get a power spike any way you can early so that you could survive for the mid to late game right because you don't have a hero power until you know the mid to late game when you can take people's stuff but if you use your hero power to get an early triple then you then you have some advantage that could keep you going so that is one thing to notice with tests right um even before the patch when i played tests right it always did feel that getting using their hero power to get a triple was the best way to survive right then once you get there, then you can start taking people's 
compositions and going from there and then using that to win so i do agree with that i just wanted to talk about tests because anytime there's an expansion right tests always comes in the forefront of oh yeah. this is a hero you know that's so good so strong so consistent you take everyone's quill boards and you win but a lot of times you're taking people's quill boards as you die you know <laughs> yeah and then you know you hope you have to hope that you don't die and then once you take people's quill boards, that doesn't mean you're taking their stats, their quill board stats, right? You, you, you're starting with a fresh one, so you have to you have to grow from then on. So it takes time for you to get the um, to get into that powerful composition, right? If you can do that, then it's really good, right? You can take people's nuts. I, you saw that a lot with dragons, right? You take their Kelyoses, and you're like, yeah, I've won. You know, they you've got two, I've got four. You know that kind of thing, right? So um it does it can work and it's pretty good if it does work but there is a lot of um rng in terms of making sure that you can stabilize early get a triple early or something like that some type of power play early so that you can make it to the to the mid to the late game and then go from there so it isn't it is gonna be a good hero for now uh, or at least a playable hero for now while everyone's playing the same archetype but it can fall off once things are normalized or people start experimenting with uh, the other compositions. But for now, it, it can work, but it's not a guaranteed first or anything like that. Yep. Yeah, she's definitely stronger now than she was before the patch. Yeah. There's, there's no denying that, of course. That is true. Now, next thing we want to talk about is the best four drops. I think a lot of... Um, we, you know, we, I want to keep this up, right? I, I think a lot has changed since the last time we talked about the best three drops. If we had the best three drops now, it would be a little bit different than the last, uh, than the one we we uh, produced. But it's because there's new patches, new meta, there's new, new cards to talk about. But I still think we want to continue with where we were. I don't think starting over from one would make a lot of sense um, here. But there are, I think fours like have the most like one of the most amount of playable things or things that you want to see and um i was i was having a, a hard time like putting all the cards or fitting all the cards here you know i was like oh what about this what about that what about this what about that there's a lot of good things to do on four that's why um fours are pretty like tavern four is a pretty comfortable place to be just because there's a lot of things you can roll in the shop and be like, oh, I could do something with this. Oh, I could do something with this, right? Like, I, I remember previous patch where Tonkamp was very prominent, right? Champion of Yashraj. Nowadays, I don't know if it's that common. I don't really see a lot of champion uh, players. I tried playing champion, and it just felt a little slow, right? The dude had a Charles, and I was just like, yeah. So you know what I did? You know, just run four Harbingers. That's, that's actually what I did. <laughs> And it, it it was better to be fair. So um there are pieces like maybe with a different meta, maybe if they nerf crowbars a little bit, right? You might see it again. But um there are other things bonkers, right? I, I was so scared of this card. I'm glad that I was scared because you know it, it it can be pretty fearful, especially the golden one, which I knew was gonna be a problem. Eight eight blood jumps, like uh, like who thought that was fair? You know, I think it gets checked a little bit because in the later game, it's so rare. You get all eights, yeah. right? You're, but, you're okay. You just get six, you know, like that's, that's not fine. even then, right? I think it's very common to like hit, to get hit, four. Right? Yeah, yeah, so just, yeah. 
but sure. And, and another thing with bonkers is that super. it can attack again, right? Like it, it's yeah, the, it like I've had you, games yeah. where yeah, it's the only thing alive, and uh, and it, and I'm supposed yeah. to get two, but I got five, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> that's so free, like so it's not it's it, there are there are there are upsides, you know. It's not just like oh yeah, you just get two. There's there's more upside to it too. So, uh, it, it, it's pretty nuts. Gold Grubber is still viable um, if you can get, like Zephyrus does well, Reno can do well with it. So it, it does have some things and and Cleaves, you know, there, there's so many things on four that are really useful. I I, I think it's just, um, if you're not getting early sixes, it's, it's one of the things to look out for, seeing if you can find pieces on four, uh, Blood Gem Generation and things like that and go from there. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird one, as you mentioned before, because we're just in a new meta. Um, so in the previous meta, I would be egg would be a huge mention for me where um once I get to tier four, I just start rolling and I try to pick up good pairs. So that like two eggs, you know, it's that's what egg is one of those units that just gets so much better when you triple it as well, because you just get a lot of extra health pretty much for free because um, you just slap on an extra eight. But then you also get 16, 16 out of the out of the egg, which is super relevant. And then you can maybe even combo it with Baron and Chad and all that stuff. So yeah, egg definitely up their module. I think before the patch was probably by far. Well, maybe not by far. Yeah, Argus as well, right? So Argus was insane. I was considering putting Argus in here too instead of yeah, previous meta yeah. meta defining card absolutely yeah. because and for those of you just catching up saying Argus, why is Argus so good? Just the option of taunting Divine Shields and playing Arm of the Empire, instant power. Very, very good, right? Divine Shield scales exceptionally well with attack. <laughs> Arm of the Empire gives a ton of attack to taunts. Usually not too impressive because your taunts just end up dying. But if you have a module, that's taunt Divine Shield. If you Argus Divine Shields, another taunt Divine Shield. Later on, if you're playing Champion of Yashraj in that taunt comp, Argus the champion, the champion gets even more scaling because at the end when all the taunts are dead, the champion's still going strong. They have a rat pack, it pops, you're just sitting there like, oh yes, give me more stats, baby. It's it's very, very fun to just watch the just tick, 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 plus two, plus two, plus two if it's a golden champ. So yeah, I'd say Argus, previous meta, super meta defining, egg would be great. Um, we're not in a previous meta, however, so right now it's pretty much for me, all the quill boards. <laughs> There's no quill board where I'm like, oh, I don't want that one. Shaker, amazing if you just get that on four, right? Sorry, let me rephrase that. With Blood Gem Generation, absolutely insane. If you have Banner Boars and Shaker, it just almost secures your next couple rounds where you just have a free, let's mm. say, four extra attack. Yeah, all the four quill boards are good. That's true. Yeah, you can look at that, right? There's not a four drop quill board where you're like, I don't want that. Dynamic Duo, great synergy with pretty much every Blood Gem mechanic. Bonker, the premium tier four blood gem generator, and then Ground Shaker, probably the best blood gem engine um, maybe in the game right now. Well, depends on what we call engine, I guess. Whatever uses the blood gems. For me right now, Ground Shaker is the best unit with blood gems on. So yeah, um, I would say all three Quillbores belong up there. And I still, I'm not sad to see a module. Let's say I've had, you know, I, I just bought or it tripled into an egg or something and I find a module, that's still good, right? And it's Taunt Divine Shield, 
it keeps the rest of your comp safe it helps you fight off cleave because you can isolate the taunt or helps you ward off poison if you're playing a taunt divine shield and a duo uh, later on when we talked about the spore having a divine shield so the spore doesn't kill your duo is pretty good yeah ever since the patch for me now it's just quillbore 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 so that's what i'm looking out for and i guess kiraji harbinger absolutely you know deserves its place here among these four drops because if i can't find coolbores it's a great card to stay relevant as Collins mentioned earlier as well you just reno you hear a power kiraji you can have you know might you might watch streamers grab an acolyte of Cthulhu when they're on tier four they're like why are you buying a one drop no that's no no that's, I was a doing. <laughs> that's a plus 16 plus 16 to my board because i have a golden kiraji so yeah there's a lot of cards that are worse than putting plus 16 plus 16 on your board uh, one of the one of the better ways to abuse a champion or rather a Karaji Harbinger, sorry, is to have Deflecto, right? Because one of the big things with Harbinger is I want to buff both sides, but the left ones keep dying. So yeah, my was, left side was, is not getting an issue I was Yeah, right. So if if you're and this is this normal Collins, I'm an experienced scammer. I I constantly end up higher than i should with my measly you know board of puny minions uh but a deflecto is great i call it a soaker right so you just put your soaker far left any divine shield is good but the deflecto is amazing and there's why deflecto is going to attack lose its shield it does require you to have a reset which is not hard when you're playing harbinger because module is great egg is great you can have a micro memory with a module on etc etc so while the deflecto first attacks for three and then gets um reset it'll survive uh, except you know, except for some freaky like either getting cleaved or getting jugglered or whatnot. But in the vast majority of games, the the deflecto survives. I've not been hit by a juggler comp. At all. <laughs> yeah, right. it's That's not very common right now. Disappeared, and and it's just like every taunt that dies is just plus two, plus two, plus two. And then by the time the deflecto attacks again, it's a thirty thirty divine shield again because it's been reset. So it's one of the best ways to use a use a Kiraji Harbinger. So yeah, that card is definitely up there. Absolutely. Sounds good. One thing I, I noticed is there's not really any like horrible quillbore that like I'm looking at. I'm like, ah, this is never playing, yeah. you know. And, and the um, and they did a good job like adding quillbores yeah. that will be picked. You know, I, I think that's pretty impressive. Sure. It's like later in the game, road road borders fall off pretty fast. The one drop. Yeah, but you're gonna board. pick it up early, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. I'm not bad by any means but i'm just trying to think oh what do i skip i'm just mentally so like what do i skip sometimes right because i'm so used to buying every boar uh so yeah road boar tusk those are things that you only usually buy early for me and then profit the board the same thing uh like brute you pick up fairly late in the game still sometimes if you need an extra boar banner boar i pick up very late in the game still because it's just engine thorn collar also just like okay early and then late sometimes you just buy it for the one the one odd yeah. gem necrolite amazing late duo like good very late still bonker i guess bonker does fall off a bit Wait, where yeah that, point, that's true yeah at some point you're just like yeah you're really not gonna get me that many gems right now bonker and you don't have divine shields maybe we should swap those blob gems off you to a divine shield so that that does happen a that, lot that is one of my necrolite targets yeah, um, yeah like bonker is your farmer in the mid game and you have the gems so that he's you know he survives and he gets even more gems for you but then he does end up going later and then yeah we talked about how much i like shaker bristleback knight amazing i guess 
Agam Thorncurse is a little when I played day one, I was like, oh, this thing is amazing. I just I made such insane boards, everything was so huge. And then I just realized, huh, it's usually better to just play full quill board. It's too annoying to have to play an elemental or a murloc yeah, or this I, or that. I've had a couple of decent games with him. Just it can for, happen. Yeah, it, it, it usually goes bonkers, thorn curse. And then yeah. and then the rest are just other other divine shields. For sure. That's, if, that's... And, and you can do very well with him, absolutely. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I play him less than I thought I would. Just because the whole light okay. fang archetype is a little less accessible if, say, I'm running double banner board, double shaker, right? At that point, like, what are you going to do? How are you going to fit that? You're never going to buff anything else. So I yeah. guess it's because shaker is so good. That often. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, try it out, right? <laughs> try it yeah, out. Yeah, I will. I definitely will. Yeah. It's pretty, but... it's pretty fun to just watch your entire board go <laughs> super, uh, super high attack. Yeah. Usually I, I have like Divine Shield. Uh, minion types and then i i'm on five for some reason hey <laughs> i find one i have a bonkers already okay i'll just do that and then i add a light fang and it goes and sees i can triple into chargar flat tusk and then just go from there so that's that's usually how i end up having that uh combination usually i add an amalgadon or two and then hey i won it's it's usually the amalgadon being the you know, final piece or i'll sell like I'll have like three divine shields and then like a random like dragon that doesn't have divine shield and I'll sell that, put the amalgadon in, gets divine shield poison. Okay, then I go from there. Maybe uh, eventually swap out one of the, like maybe I have a light thing. I'll swap it, necrolite something, put a second. Yeah, and that's that's the end comp. Something. So I have played a couple of times. It's not common. I wouldn't say it's common. Right, it just like if I happen to buy divine shield, like a basically bronze warden and then the elemental divine shield on three. That's what I picked up, and then okay, I find. Yeah, yeah sometimes it happens, right? Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, this guy's amazing here. But as you mentioned, it's usually oh, I have a bonker, and yeah, I have a and then I need, yeah, I need the bonkers as well, yeah. So because if you don't have the issue with this thing is it doesn't give you blood gem generation by itself so you need yes. the synergy as well so that's that's like which, the real drawback yeah which is why i said like it for me it doesn't feel that good to go five because i'm looking at like oh okay because i was looking at okay what am i tripling into because you know i'm playing janice i'm playing my ev and i'm just like huh what am i going for here is it fives am i do am i do am i going for fives and i was looking at it i was like huh well these fives Sure, I mean a bristleback knight isn't bad, but it's mm -hmm. hardly the unit that's going to yeah. carry your whole game, yeah. right? It's not. Yeah. It's not like what an early brand or an early light fang used to do for you. And I was like, oh, what about the thorncurse? Okay, this does absolutely nothing early because I don't have any blood gem generation. So very specifically in a case where, oh, you know, I have two banner boars or I somehow have a bunker already. Sure, but this is why I was going for fours or sixes because I'm like, well, I need the blood gem generation first. So and this is part of it where Agam can scale your board completely out of control but he needs a lot of help first and usually in the form of a bonker or preferably a golden bonker yeah i haven't had a golden bonker yet and i'm so sad i want one you know let's get a golden bonker called yeah i know but yeah um that's uh pretty much our topic i think we've, we've had a lot of discussions any like final uh things i i know there's a lot still to talk about like i feel like we could do another hour but you know let's not like <laughs> <laughs>
next week and we'll have a lot of insights and it's yeah. been good fun for sure. yeah uh definitely if you guys got any questions and stuff like that send it over to hsbg podcast at gmail see if we can answer that uh for you with this meta i'm sure there's a lot of things you want to test out or want other people to test out you want us to talk about it so uh we'll definitely see if um there's anything interesting there but um that's our general thoughts on um it's only been a couple of days since the patch came out right so not everything's fleshed out right just our general thoughts is crowbars are op like you know it, it's really good definitely play them if you can if you can't play them force them <laughs> Keep rolling until uh, you, if you can't force them then maybe do something else but you know try to force them uh amagadon's poison they're still really good um especially at the end when people have dynamic duos that are huge and things like that uh comps other than quillboards can win but it requires you to think that if you don't like doing that you know such as myself eh, you know, maybe just and Harbingers, right? Like I mentioned earlier, mid-game harbingers. You just can out-tempo people yeah. until the others have died, and you can try to get a top four spot. Yeah, but it's tempo. It's definitely been an impactful patch. You know, you've yeah. we've had some patches where you you forget there was a patch. Like, oh, they added a new hero. That's it. Well, yeah, all I, right. I think this is maybe one of the best ways to convey that I. Don't bother checking which minion types rank because boars are always in. I just I don't care. I do not care. It does not impact my hero choice <laughs> almost at all. Like I maybe check. I'll be like, I I'd just be like, oh, our mechs in mechs make it a little bit better to pick. The, most of the time, the only thing I ask myself on the hero selection is, how does this facilitate getting boars? <laughs> so some heroes have been actually, eh, this might not be that good anymore. I looked at Mukla, I was like, what does a Mukla do? I don't want a Mukla anymore. <laughs> Just, you know, give me, give me stuff that could do boars. Well, I still play other, other compositions, but you know, that's fair. I do look at the minion types, but if I get a quote boars, who cares what the minion types are? So I do agree with that, but it is nice. Um, Sometimes with Vulgen, I want to see demons and stuff like I that. I think that's very true. There's oh. definitely, you know, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating a little bit, but it's still a good, you know, it's a good indicator of just yeah. how strong they are. How strong Quobos are, yeah. Almost not relevant for me with what is in, what is out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's likely that there will be some adjustments. <laughs> you know, I usually, I usually tell people, you know, let's just, you know, give it a week, give it two weeks, just... Let's see what happens. Now I've been informed that they sometimes patch sooner than that, where you know if it's really crazy. So could be good to see that. But yeah, for now it's fun, right? So it just we're gonna see how long it takes for it to get old. We're like, oh, oh let's do this, right? Usually when they have those quick patches, because there's like a game breaking bug or something. Right. Uh, I I haven't seen but it, it well, well yeah, you, I've seen, but I haven't seen you know Blizzard's idea of a game breaking bug, sure. so I don't really think they're gonna maybe have if we get it. some super silly statistics as well. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, would like, need like, some like yeah. 80% of the number one comps is Quillboard, cool you know. So, yeah. we'll see. All right, good talk, good talk. But that is gonna be our show for this week. It's been nice, it's been interesting. A lot of um. A lot of changes to the pad to the meta and uh lots more to come i'm imagining so 
we'll see how it goes next week we'll see what we have what surprises we've got in store for you guys next week and uh thank you for joining us today don't forget you can uh send us an email hsbg podcast thank you shady for being around sticking around giving us your insight and uh you can catch us on twitch youtube twitter all that fancy stuff and uh all that good jazz yeah anything any final words you got shady here bore it up boys let's go (laughs) (laughs) easy bonkers and and i will give the counterpoint you can do other comps you keep saying that you keep saying four is probably the best (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i'd like to give hope hope for the other the rest of civilization you know everyone's looking at our boar overlords and i'm just like there are champions or something in the other archetypes welcome our (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh we'll see you guys later Uh, thanks for joining us and take care of yourselves have a wonderful day have a good one everyone